alien spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. Hello and welcome to the 20th annual Subliminal Deception Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. My name is Cody and I'm joined by my pal Phil. How are you? Doing good, Cody. How about yourself? Not too bad. Um, It's Thursday, but it's technically the end of the week for me, so that's fantastic, and I'm very excited about that. But uh, uh, anything exciting going on in the Phoenix area? No, not really. Uh, We had some rain this week, so it's been humid as balls. Really? I thought I didn't think it got humid there. We're uh, just on the start of monsoon season. Oh, so. okay. All right. Yeah. So if it just rained there, when was the last time it's rained since this time? Um, winter? <laughs> Seriously? Maybe January? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Is it either just cloudy or sunny? Those are the two options? Yeah, basically it's just sunny. <laughs> okay. Like, during the summer and then monsoon hits. And then once monsoon, monsoon season's over, that's like mid-August, and it gets super fucking hot. And it doesn't cool down until, like, September. Oh, all right. Well, that doesn't sound great. I think we're starting to get to the point where we're cooling down now. Because it was in the hundreds, you know, and now it's, like, going down to, like, 70s, 80s. I was actually kind of cold a few of the mornings. It was, like, 60 Mm. or whatever. But, um, but yeah, obviously, in Minnesota, we have to slowly gear up for the dreaded winter that's going to be coming. Um, so, uh, I hear you have a tale you'd like to tell the audience. Yeah. So, um, I actually have, uh, sparingly saw the wizard. Uh, he has not <laughs> graced the yard at where I work. Uh, I did actually have a bit of a situation, a possible situation. Luckily it blew over. Uh, mm-hmm. I was waiting in line, um, going to get my, my usual Thursday dish and, it's right next to where the cafeteria, the back kitchen opens up. Okay. And one of the workers came out uh, with his cart. Now, in front of me was uh, a lady who could have possibly passed for a fella. Okay. So <laughs> when the cafeteria <laughs> worker with his cart um, needed me to move out of his way, he said very loudly, excuse me, sir. And uh, I don't know if you've ever had one of these situations Basically, the barometric pressure in the room dropped. (laughs) Like, I could feel this chick's blood pressure. Like, almost like you could see the hair on the back of her neck stand up. Mm -hmm. It was that situation. So, like, I basically, like, jumped back and I was like, oh, no, excuse me, sir. You know, like, trying to be, like, very loud so she could hear that there was a a dude behind her that he was talking to. Like, Mm -hmm. and then I think she kind of settled down a little bit. Like, her shoulders... Like slump back a little bit more, like. So you're saying you diffuse the situation here? I may have diffused quite a situation. <laughs> uh, that dude uh, who was pushing the cart, the guy who worked at the cafeteria, I don't think he had any idea. He probably like has me to thank for still having this job. 
That could have been a thing. <laughs> well, Phil, you did a uh, good Samaritan task here. Uh, this <laughs> this situation has actually happened to myself. Um, <laughs> I remember I was uh, when I was a younger kid. I don't know how old I was. Maybe like eight or nine, really young. And do you remember me when I had really long hair? Like not when I was in my 20s and had long hair, but when I was like younger, we would have been in what, like third or second grade, maybe. Was that the uh, the mullet years? It could have been, but I remember I was at like the Dollar General or something getting candy or something. <laughs> and the cashier kept calling me Miss. And she and I remember Shana was with me. <laughs> she said, "Oh, aren't you adorable little sisters?" <laughs> uh, I think I went and cut my hair off after that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it uh, it happens. Men with long hair, I guess that's that could happen sometimes. But uh, but anyway, Phil, should we should we dive in? Should we dive into yeah, let's, this? Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, I got a, I got a couple quick questions before we start. Okay. Do you ever play the lottery, the Powerball, Mega Millions? Do you ever buy a ticket? <laughs> I I haven't in a long time, but my father buys them probably on a daily basis. Another quick question: How big does the jackpot need to get before you begin playing? I'm assuming you're speaking with Powerball. Yeah, like Powerball, Mega Millions, like the jackpot, like the bigger ones. Usually when like work starts doing a like, I don't know, group jackpot collection thingy, that's usually when I start buying my own tickets and hoping to God that I win and I can never enter that building ever again. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's a lot of us. (laughs) Well, what if I told you that maybe the lotteries that we all fantasize about winning you know, matching up those numbers and hitting it big might not be as legitimate as we've all been led to believe. Are you trying to say right now that the government could be lying to us about the jackpot? Well, the government or other organizations. Okay. Now, many conspiracies have popped up on the internet in recent years about the validity of the national lotteries especially after the 2010 hot lotto ticket sold in Iowa that led to a massive investigation into two top lottery officials and possibly involved not only Iowa, but four other states that they may have defrauded. Is this, this isn't the story of that guy who they think he was a guy just driving through Iowa. My dad always brings up this story. He was driving through Iowa. He purchased the winning like Powerball or something. And he... He lost the ticket, and he didn't realize that he won, like when he returned home or whatever. Have you ever heard that story? Yeah, I've heard. I think I might have. This might be, this is a different, uh, probably a different story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think that that's just a story of like some super unlucky guy who wasn't paying attention to his fucking tickets. And he missed out on the, yeah. The jackpot, I yeah. I missed out on the jackpot. I have heard stories like that. Oh, God. Oh, that'd be fucking horrible. So as maybe you can guess, uh, my, and as the viewers already know, if they've read the title to this episode, my conspiracy this week has to do with the lotteries in the United States and the fact that they might possibly be a front. Okay. All right. I'm digging this. Um, I wanted to say before we get started here that I I remember when I was visiting you in England, I thought that was so cool that they their lottery they show you 
the amount post tax that you'll get, like the amount that you will actually get a take home. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a, it's not the fuck you money. Like mm. after Uncle Sam takes it all, basically. <laughs> I wish I would do that here. I'd like that better. I think people would buy less tickets if you know. Oh, if it seemed like a smaller amount. Instead of four hundred fifty million, they're like, oh yeah, it's uh more like two hundred and eighty. You know. So Minnesota has the go for five. You know. Does mm-hmm. Iowa have something like just a state one? I know Iowa does have some state ones. Hot Lotto, I think, is one of the okay. state ones. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that could be. That could be. So I want to start off today um, telling you a little bit, just a small uh, history of the lotteries in the United States. Mm. Uh, they started way back at the beginning when the upstart Jamestown Colony organizers created lotteries to fund the new town becoming so successful that the lotteries actually spread out all over and throughout the 13 colonies. Okay. What what's, uh, uh, state did you say it started in? Well, Jamestown Colony. Okay. Oh, it's in colony. Virginia. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe you're right. I believe you're right. Yeah. They had a, a charter to start the community. Um, so lotteries began to become frowned upon and eventually illegal due to religious fanatics and a major recession started mostly from overreaching land speculation. Mm. Uh, public opinion began turning against the lotteries in the early 1800s. Well, Puritan strike again, don't they? Yeah, goddamn. Fucking... I don't know if Mormons would have been around at this time, but <laughs> I don't probably think, maybe, maybe I don't know. The Puritans and the fucking Quakers. Yeah, at least. So, yeah. by what's that? I was gonna say everybody forgets about them sneaky Quakers. Yeah, Quakers and the Shakers. (laughs) So by the 1890s, lotteries were banned in all states, with the exception of Delaware and Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Now, now another event that did in the early lotteries was a national lottery passed by Congress for the beautification of Washington, D.C. Now, this had a big effect on the American public's views of lotteries, because the biggest problem was in 1823, the organizer of the national lottery absconded with the money and never paid any winners. Well, that doesn't seem, that seems a little shady. Yeah. So all these people who played the lottery, like it's almost like if you entered into a raffle at like a charity event and then all of a sudden when it became time to pick winners for the raffles, they took all the shitty gifts and didn't give them out to anybody. (laughs) Let me tell you a quick story about, (laughs) I I remember our, our work raffle where they had, you know, they'd give employee gifts out or whatever. I remember there was a there was an urban legend that grew at work that if you won the grand prize, you were going to be fired within the next like month because for like three years in a row, the person who won the it was usually a TV was the grand pr- prize. They always got fired by the end of like the next year. <laughs> so it's like you don't want to win the grand prize because you'll get fired for winning it. <laughs> so it's like being on the cover of Madden. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it's the fucking Madden curse, but at my work. <laughs> it's the shitty fucking Vizio TV curse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So basically that lottery uh, really hurt public opinion on like lotteries in general. Um, the lottery also became famous for leading to two separate Supreme Court decisions, Cohen versus Virginia. This doesn't really have anything to do with the lottery, really. It's more like um, state versus national selling of lottery tickets. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's not really that important, but this is kind of side note. 
The lotteries were legal in only a few states in the U.S. until the 1960s and have been on the rise ever since, now legal in all states except for five. And if you can guess, Utah is one of those states. (laughs) Let me guess. Um, Let's see. I don't know. Outside of Utah, what? No, not Montana. I don't know. What Uh, are the other ones? It's like it's Utah, Alabama, and I think Mississippi just got there. They're just getting the lottery now. And then it's two other states. I think Alaska might be one of them. I'm not sure, though. So that means like state lottos or does that mean casinos, too? They're like, oh no, this is just the state lottery. Just the state lottery. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense then. So, in some small part, uh, the increased popularity and acceptance of gambling is also due to the rise of gambling hotspots like Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, which was and still supposedly is dominated by a group of individuals that are involved with our first conspiracy the mob, Robert De Niro. You got it. Joe Casino, Pesci. baby. <laughs> fucking so Joe the Pesci. Mafia. <laughs> what was that? I said fucking Joe Pesci. Fucking Joe Pesci with his fucking pen. <laughs> the, part, the part of that movie where he's like, you know, because he's like, what, 5'2 or something? And he's like pushing Sharon Stone's head down on his dick. It's like, it just looks so awkward because she's so much taller than he is. <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> or when he stabs that guy who's like 6'2 and he has to stab like fucking reach all the way up <laughs> the conspiracy states that the winners of the largest jackpots are not just your random everyday Americans but they are either paid actors or people indebted to the mob and they have to pretend that they hit the lucky numbers and walked away with the money into the golden life that you would expect them to have Okay, all right, that's making sense. So once the flashing lights and cameras leave these winners, that's where the conspiracy kind of starts. So this conspiracy states that the winners are told uh, basically what shell companies to invest in and also where to spend their money and what attorneys or investment firms uh, to trust their winnings with. So you're saying that the mob is controlling the state run lotto or are you talking about just vegas oh no so i'll i'll get into that in a little bit okay that's okay that's how they control it's coming up so these winners uh in parentheses then <laughs> always seem to somehow blow through all of their money wow. uh, which in some cases is many millions of dollars well and according to the theory the mob gives them a percentage of the take of all the money that they really they helped the mob clean these winnings by putting all the money into shell corporations or like blowing all their money at the right establishments. Okay. So you've heard of the, like the curse of the lottery winner, right? Yes. That they basically all end up er, killing themselves in the end. That's what you're referring to. Well, yeah, that could be it. Um, Also, they end up flat broke or like extremely addicted to like drugs, alcohol. Basically, their life just goes down the shitter after they win all these millions of dollars. See, I've I've actually thought about this. Like, if you think about it, if you if you have enough money to basically do whatever you want, you'd think that money is like what will keep you happy. You know what I mean? (laughs) But it's like, I don't money. Money cannot make humans happy. (laughs) No. No. And then I think, like, you get so sick of everyone, I assume you'd get so sick of everyone just wanting to 
talk to you just because you have money. And that, you know what I mean? Then you turn to drugs and then yada, 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 yada. Yeah, I would definitely move to somewhere where there aren't any poor people in sight. Like, <laughs> Well, I'm not even <laughs> saying that. I'm saying like your own fucking family members. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Well, that'd be a, that'd be a tough one because I have a pretty good relationship with my family. But I don't think that they would ask me for money. But I mean like randoms who like – I'd be worried about randoms trying to like kidnap you and shit. Well, from what I've heard – now, I don't know if this is true or not, but like – Let's say you win the lotto. You have to get an attorney immediately because people will start trying to sue you for like everything. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's definitely if you live in a state that has like where you don't have to like give out your name. That's definitely the place to win the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because you can just have your attorney like set up a trust for you and then the trust like cash is in the ticket. That's definitely the way to go. Yeah, but. that's a good point. That's what I would do, but I'm never going to win. So, <laughs> yeah, according to this cons- conspiracy, none of us are ever going to win. So <laughs> I jump back into it. Now, these stand ins after all of the money is spent up, I mentioned before, they get like a small percentage, like maybe they get a million dollars. This is meant to help them remember to keep their mouth shut about the arrangement. There's also usually going to be supposed threats to either themselves or their family. Okay. So you're telling me the depressing looking fucking factory worker who wins every time is actually a (laughs) mafia shill? Yeah. Well, if you've noticed, it's always either old people or someone from like New Jersey. You ever notice how often someone from New (laughs) Jersey wins? (laughs) It's a lot. Like, like a lot. A time someone from New Jersey wins, so there's something going on there. In like maybe. the in like the 13 years that I've lived in Minnesota now, I think I've seen one person win the uh, Powerball here, and it was some fucking like super old guy. Oh yeah, they're always on death's door too. Like I'm always surprised that these people survived finding out that they won the lottery to cash <laughs> in their ticket. You like, know how did you not have a heart attack? Dude, when you finally matched your numbers. Florida wins a lot, though, too. But again, that's all old people, so... That's all old people, yeah. <laughs> so, like we were saying before, uh, sometimes state law makes it so that the sham winner doesn't even need to be paraded out in front of the public. And this makes the ruse even easier in these states. Hmm. So in states where the winner doesn't need to come forward, it's usually a trust or an attorney that comes... Uh, to uh the lotto headquarters and cashes in the ticket okay all right oh did you look up if new jersey is one of them where you don't have to show yourself new jersey is one of those where you don't have to ah, make an okay yeah. we're made it's making sense now yeah so a spinoff to the bob theory is that uh they never actually pay out in the first place and that the jackpots aren't actually real yeah, there's just some money thrown into some trusts to make it seem like it's a legitimate game, even though the mafia just kind of skims off the profits and sets up fake winners to appear like they actually co- like had the right ticket and got the grand prize. Okay. So even though everyone basically who plays and you hear about someone like, oh, I won like 10 grand, like they actually get that 10 grand. Like okay. the yeah, trust yeah. is set up to give out money to the mob, and then money for the smaller prizes. I mean, that could work, but what about all the people who show up on TV? Are we just supposed to assume they're just actors pretending like they won? Yeah, so the thing about those people is, 
Like, you never really hear about them after they've won the big, like, the lotto. Like, if you ever watch those TV shows where they talk about, like, people winning it big, it's always people who win usually 100000 to a $1 million. It's never these people who win, like, half a billion. That's you know? true. Like, you never, you never hear from them. I suppose when you go to the local gas station and they're hanging out pictures of all their winners, you never see a uh, never see a Powerball person up there. Yeah, you always see someone who like finally caught a lucky scratcher. They won like twenty five grand after blowing like their kid's college fund. You know? <laughs> Did I tell you that my uh, so my dad recently won a thing like two grand or something, and yeah. he <laughs> he had like the uh, the really big check that they make you take a picture with. And he just, he like secretly snuck it in my car. So in the back, I have like a giant fake check for $2,000 just sitting in there. I saw that. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) When I was over there last time. Uh, The grin on that man, that grin on that man's face while he's holding up his big check. It's priceless. (laughs) That's great. So as I said before, uh, and you said, lots of old people seem to win this and lots of winners from New Jersey. It's always the same type of people you see. You never see anyone under the age of like 45 and you never see anyone except for like a white person up there. It's always the exact same people. That's why they think the Italian mafia could be involved in it. Okay, so it's only the Italian mafia. can't be the Irish mafia, the Russian this mafia. This conspiracy just has the Italian mafia. Okay, well, they might be racist against Guidos here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, in conspiracies, you always find that like the most famous group, like the alien conspiracies, how like what percentage of alien conspiracies are the greys, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So one question you might be having right now is how does the mob supposedly run the national lob- lotteries? I, I'm very curious about that right now. They, of course, would do it through a shell corporation, the Multi-State Lottery Association or MUSL. MUSL is an American nonprofit government benefit association owned and operated by agreement of its 34 member lotteries in the 34 different states. MUSL was created to facilitate the operation of multi jurisdictional lottery games, most notably Powerball. So the people who run the entire thing has no involvement with the government at all. It's a corporation that does it. Yeah, it's a nonprofit. It's it's there outside of the government. Everyone thinks that the Powerball is like run by some kind of National Lottery Association. It's it's actually this company that runs it, which is supposedly a nonprofit. I was going to say how is a nonprofit controlling fucking millions of dollars? Exactly. You're telling me that none of that money like comes back around. So a nonprofit basically even though some of their like members can be paid None of that money supposedly comes back into their like organization. So it all goes somewhere else. Yeah. I or th- betters their organization. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to say. That's what I've always understood. Yes. You hear nonprofit, you're like, oh, is this just a company of volunteers? Well, no. You become a nonprofit when you, the company doesn't keep any of its, um, like excess wages right or excess uh profits profits yeah so if if the head person is paying themselves a million dollars a year but they're still a non-profit yeah 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 it's just like the pope like the catholic (laughs) church in america is a non-profit because they keep bringing the money back in like paying for their own little charities and all that stuff but they're also siphoning money off to the vatican 
So could the all po- that money could the Pope be in the Italian mafia? I wouldn't doubt. <laughs> He's in another group supposedly that we're going to be talking about. Later. Okay, perfect. So Musa was formed uh, in December 1987 by uh, seven U.S. lotteries. So this one company links all 34 member states of the Powerball drawings. And the conspiracy goes that Musil is just a front for some other kind of shady organization, uh, which also could be the mob. Okay. Alfonso Spaghetti Factory, probably. Oh, yeah. It's all going through a f- one fucking Italian restaurant. G- Gino Salami <laughs> House. <laughs> yeah. They're having a really good fucking month selling garlic toast that month, so... So I mentioned before the hot lotto fraud scandal. I'm just going to go into that super quick. So December 2010, a jackpot winning ticket for hot lotto was purchased near the Musil headquarters. And this was in Des Moines, Iowa. So the ticket never got claimed uh, until like the one year deadline popped up. And then an attorney from a New York state attorney from the state of New York attempted to claim the jackpot on behalf of a Belize trust. So the problem is they were looking for this. Uh, winner of the hot lotto lottery for an entire year. And they thought that the one year deadline was just going to come and go and no one was going to pick it up. But in order to not reveal the purchaser's identity, this Belize trust um, picked up the winnings. Now in January, 2015, Edward Tipton, Musil's director of information security was arrested and it came out that he was actually the one who purchased the lottery ticket. Afterwards, he basically, how he did it was he manipulated the numbers in the random uh, drawing generator in order to have the winning lottery ticket. And then he tried to set up a winner from overseas somewhere? Yeah, for in Belize, a trust in Belize, a year after he won this huge lottery. So he was actually convicted in July of 2015 of two counts of fraud, and he was sentenced to some prison time. Damn. So, yeah, so there is some fraud that goes on with these Musil. It's not just conspiracy. This was an actual thing that happened. So, Well, I mean, this is just one incident, right? Or is there more than just this? Well, this is, like, the one big incident. Okay. But it just goes to show you that, like, these lotteries are actually controlled by an organization that you never hear about. And this guy had the power to sway this lottery in order for himself to win. So yeah, that that's a little crazy to think about a corporation running running all of this. That makes it even yeah. less trustworthy. Imagine how many times he could have gotten if he would have just like, oh, I didn't get all six numbers, but maybe I got three or three out of three out of five or four out of five. That's like what ten grand, maybe in some lotteries. Like when you get four out of five numbers. Well, ten. Uh, imagine gra- how many times he could have done that. Well, I think they would have caught him if he kept winning ten grand all of the time. <laughs> but he could have had someone else win it for him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's where where I was like, why wouldn't he just have the trust under somebody else's name and have them collect it? But then again, I guess they could just take the money for themselves. So yeah, he definitely should not have like been the one to buy the tickets that's really where he fucked up that's true but, yeah that's a good point that's a good point so um that kind of goes into musil a little bit just to tell you about it so i have some other shady organizations that might be running musil okay so in this next one the shadow government uses the lotteries 
to fund clandestine activities. Such as? Well, now, do you remember Iran-Contra? Contra, the video game? Yeah, Contra, the video game. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Spot on. So that was basically a drugs for money for guns. Like a big deal that happened back in the 80s. So the shadow government in this conspiracy uses the lottery as a slush fund to arm destabilizing forces in less than friendly countries, pay off politicians, run spy networks, and even rig elections, among other nefarious acts. Okay. Okay. See, now this one, I'm feeling like, is a little bit more believable than the Italian mafia. I really think, actually, the mafia is a little bit less crazy than this one. But that's just where we differ. I feel feel like the government would get jealous of the mob doing it because they would want the money. Yeah, but I mean, if the mob could be intertwined too. But that is true. It's a hard one to believe for the mob. So (laughs) yeah, maybe. I mean, the shadow government, when you put it like that, it could actually be a little bit It's a big jump from selling stolen cigarettes to fucking running (laughs) a... The state lottery thingy or whatever. Yeah. Well, the mob has been running like they one of their big deals has always been running. Numbers. So, I mean, yeah, it's the, true. Like the local drawings and stuff. Well, now that sports betting is uh, it's legal in every state, I think now. So that Las could, Vegas. No, uh, I think now it's been passed where the state individually can decide whether or not they want to implement sports betting in their state. So, like, Minnesota could decide they want to allow sports betting and then open up whatever whatever you sports betting halls or whatever. You know what I Anything mean? Anything to help the Timberwolves, honestly, yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I don't think you can bet on getting, like, decent players and coaches. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's going to help them. <laughs> What's the over-under on 20 games won this year? Oh, that's Ooh, not good. Not good. I wouldn't <laughs> take that good. bet. I wouldn't take that bet. <laughs> So, um, just like before, these networks also manipulate the winners into losing all of their money shortly after the winning ticket is sold or is claimed. Uh, this is really just to lessen the impact um, on the 30-year payout that these lotteries uh, normally uh, option for the winners. Like you've over, the Powerball, you can get the 30-year option instead of the lump sum, which gives yeah. you more money over time. Yeah, because they don't tax it as much, right? Well, they tax it also. But with with a lump sum, they give you less money. Yeah, so because I think because they tax you higher for it, right? Mm, or I could no, be wrong. I don't, think I don't so. know. I've never heard yeah, of so, it, anybody taking the fucking thirty year thingy. It's actually if you if you're a young person and want like money over time, it's the better bet. But if you're an old person, just take the fucking lump sum. <laughs> I'm sorry, I would take the lump sum. I would. It'd be. I mean, it'd be smart, but it'd be less money too. So yeah. So after, uh, well, just like I said, this would lessen the impact of a large like yearly payout, mm-hmm. um, and they force the person to go bankrupt. Now, when the person goes bankrupt, they have to sell their remaining payments for pennies on the dollar to pay off their huge debts. So instead of you getting like these big payments over the next thirty years, you sell off all of those payments, and guess who's there to sweep it up? Some you know, it's shell company. Just how the, sweeps how up the hell all your do you, payments. How the hell do you sell off your payments that you're receiving in money? Well, once you go bankrupt, you lose those annuities. Oh, okay. I got you now. Okay. Yeah. Oof, that would suck. So, I mean, 
really, if you think about it, uh, anything like nefarious that the government wants to run but not actually have to pay for, like stuff on the books. And you can't always charge yourself like $50,000 for a hammer, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> that better be a fucking nice-ass hammer, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. No, you didn't get the Independence Day reference. No, was, no, I didn't. But No. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just one of the shadowy organizations. Uh, next up is, can you take a guess? Um, the Oakland Raiders. No, close. The Illuminati. <laughs> ah, so the next conspiracy okay. states that the, that the, yeah, it's, it's the fucking, the bad hey, boys. Of you fucking d- you don't know if John Gruden yeah. is part of the Illuminati. He might be a reptilian. You don't, you can't yeah. confirm or, nor deny that. That's when you look up in the stands of an Oakland Raiders game. That's the first thing you think of is the wealthy elite. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're just that's just a cover. They're pretending to be poor, but they're actually very wealthy. <laughs> they're dependent to be fucking raving lunatics. And that's why they're so violent there and they stab each other because they're reptilians. Yeah. So, oh, no, don't worry, that's coming up, too. So this next conspiracy states, sorry for the uh, spoiler, but this next conspiracy states that the lottery is just a means to make Americans believe that they, too, can become part of the 1%, stopping the always dangerous revolution that's just over the next hill. Okay, well, I kind of like this one. All right. Yeah, so basically, if Americans didn't have any reason to believe uh, that we could all have, like, this shot at the good life, we would all go insane. I mean, really, if you think about it, how else can you make a billion dollars just with two dollars? You know what I mean? It's well by pursuing the American dream. Fall. It's that easy. Yeah, that that <laughs> that works out every time. So, so this secret society, uh, they take these winners and uh, make them quasi members of their organization. So really, this forces them into bad investments, and they possibly could even use mind control, (laughs) forcing them to blow all of their winnings and become just another lottery sob story. And then the group eventually dumps their poor asses, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How it happens. How were they controlling their minds? Like, did they have like a gun or like a... It's the Illuminati. (laughs) They control minds. They just have a little pendulum that they wave at these people. (laughs) You will they use, go bankrupt. <laughs> they use they use the uh, they use the what is that the drugs the mind control agents that they created back in the sixties and seventies. Uh, LSD? I don't know. I don't know. They they <laughs> they use mind control. That's all you have to know. <laughs> well, I guess being a Raiders fan is kind of mind control, right? <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of drugs involved, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so the Illuminati, obviously, um, they have all the money in the world, so they can set up these little fronts. And if they're getting two dollars for every ticket, uh, they really. Um, a lot of the conspiracy that surrounds kind of like the huge jackpots that we've had recently is just a way to get more people to start buying these tickets. A lot of the conspiracy states that these jackpots, like the money isn't actually in there. It's just a made up jackpot. And a lot of times you'll see like a recently won jackpot, like jump up to $200 million in a matter of weeks when it used to take months to get that high. Why? Yeah, that's true. But I just figured like if everybody because when it gets really big, everyone's getting really fucking hyped about it. 
and I suppose when they win it, I don't. Okay, does does the tax money, the tax payout, do they then put that back into the lottery again? No, that goes straight to Uncle Sam, mm. straight up his nose. <laughs> he blows it all in coke. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, you know, government style coke is defense. And, ah, you know, okay. So it goes into Dick Cheney's pocket then. Yeah, straight to Halliburton. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I just assumed, okay, they get all the hype. Everyone's going to buy the tickets. They're all pumped up because it's fucking $800 million or whatever. And then maybe they win and people don't realize they've won yet. So they keep buying more and more tickets. That's what I always assumed it was. But um, could be the Illuminati too. Yeah, but I mean, when it gets up to that big number, that's when a lot of people really start playing. So you can imagine if it never actually got up to that high a number, if it was only a hundred million in the pot, would as many people still be playing? No, no, because it's when it hits a certain limit, then everyone's like, oh, I better go out and get a ticket. Like when it's exactly 500 mil or whatever. I know that I have zero chance of winning the lottery, but (laughs) two dollars in exchange for one point two billion is pretty fucking good. Has, so, it surpassed, or has it ever surpassed a billion yet? I don't think it has, has it? I think it's gotten up there. Has I it? Think that, I think Mega Millions got up to a, over a billion. I just always think about, you know, because they, they, does your work start like the pool where everyone puts in money for a ticket? No, we don't do that shit. Well, ours does, so it'll be like, you know, 50 people or whatever putting in two dollars to get a ticket i always i always think in my head i'm like i don't care if i have to blow some guy in the bathroom i'm getting that two dollar ticket because if they all win and i didn't put my money in there and i'm stuck there while they're all quit i'm just gonna blow my head off it's that simple (laughs) you'll be the only person working there (laughs) i know i'd just be like oh my god oh my god i could have gave him two dollars and never had to come into this fucking building ever again the last time you see any of those assholes is when you're standing up on the fucking stage. <laughs> I love the ones who are like, you know what? If I win, I would totally just keep working. I'm like, fuck you. No, you wouldn't. You lying sack of shit. No, the fuck Honestly, you wouldn't. If, if I won $100,000, I would just throw it in the bank and then just live cheap for the rest of my life. I don't know. Think if, about it. I don't know That's if 100000 like, is enough. If you just live super cheap, you could live off that for like four years, though. Apparently, the what you want to aim for is three million, and then you get enough interest to earn. How much was it? Fifty thousand a year, I think. Oh, that's like a paycheck. That's what I mean. Like, if you hit that three million, you can just live. You live like you do now, or whatever, and then you just kind of can coast like that. But you don't work, so you're happy. Yeah, basically. That's a good point. point. All right, help Phil and I get to $3 million on subliminal deception so we never have to work again. That'd be a great Patreon goal. Hell yeah, $3 million, (laughs) please. (laughs) So yeah, I also was going to go into um, something a little bit before, but I kind of of passed it over. Um, how hard would it be? Imagine if you won $200 million, right? right? These people get, they get lump sum and they get like, say after taxes, a hundred million, say for some reason, it just happened to be a hundred million flat. Okay. How in the fuck do you spend a hundred million dollars in just a few years? You know, well, uh, you hear about these people. Phil, have you ever looked into the athletes who get like a hundred million? Like look at fucking, what's his name? Um, who's the broke guy? 50 cent. How the fuck did he blow all his money? 
That's true, but he had rich friends before that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he had people to compete with. Those athletes had people to compete with. You're just some schmuck who happened to win a hundred million dollars. Like you don't even know what costs up fifty million dollars. You know what I mean? Like I, well, I mean, I don't know. It it seems like it'd be hard, but I'm guessing when you start putting fucking roller coasters in your backyard and stuff, like it starts going pretty fast. <laughs> that is true. Like, I, and I, once once people start suing you too, that's all oh, right. <laughs> Phil, I feel like you would buy like a an old missile silo, <laughs> like live in that or something. You could make a little bunker to hunker down in. You could make those kind of comfy. I mean, nice and. I've you know. I've I've saw them on TV. They're pretty kind of cool, actually. Yeah, they do have like the rich people fallout shelters, like where the Illuminati is going to live. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, those look pretty nice. <laughs> so I'm um, I'm just going to jump straight. Uh, I only have one left, so okay. straight to the end. Uh reptilians slash alien overlords <laughs> slash of course hillary clinton and or obama <laughs> well definitely uh what's his name barry S- sorrento satiro or <laughs> barry satiro at the fucking headstone the keystone of the fucking lot <laughs> you so with what's con- that i was just saying remember with conspiracies you always have to throw his name in there yeah, Obama is a must. He's got to go. Which is, I think, weren't we in England when that phrase was getting really big where it's like, God damn Obama. Like you just literally everything that happens oh. bad to you in your life, you just say, God damn it, Obama. You walk outside and it starts sprinkling. You're just yeah. like, oh, thanks, Obama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, oh, I'll jump into it. This it, is more or less the same thing as what the Illuminati is doing. However... The winners of the lottery are then immediately replaced by reptilian shapeshifters <laughs> or alien shapeshifter clones, allowing them to move into a great light without actually having to replace a well-known rich or important person who may be more or less uh, like it's hard to explain when these extremely famous become a reptilian clone but if like if dan from fucking muskogee wins a hundred million dollars like no one's gonna ask like why he's different that's true well i mean i might be concerned about dave from muskogee i don't even know where (laughs) muskogee is i assume in canada somewhere i think i I don't know if it's a real town i just made it you know that there is gonna be a dan from muskogee who's gonna write you a hateful email right now but anyway, uh, so... God, God damn it, I'd never leave my fucking job at John Deere. <laughs> Drive down to Muskogee, I'll whoop your ass seven ways to Sunday, boy. <laughs> but so anyway. really, I mean, if Dan from Muskogee did win $100 million, <laughs> you would expect him to change. Just like uh, if you were replaced by a reptilian, you might be different. So that's kind of... Okay. I made this one up a little bit, but no, I let's, like it. Let's, I had to throw in reptilians. Let's, let's, th- let's roll with it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if they're getting replaced by reptilian shapeshifters, does the reptilian who then takes over for, say, Dan for Muskogee, does he then just live their life as a rich person? Yeah, basically. I mean, they came up to the surface and they don't want to be a fucking poor person, you know, bagging up some asshole's food at McDonald's. They want to live the life. So you got to have that wealth created somewhere. Hmm. Well, I feel bad for the reptilian who has to live as fucking Brenda from Louisiana who just works at a toaster strudel factory or something and she just won it. 
She probably doesn't sound like she has a great life, but... Uh, She's going to have a great life after she wins the <laughs> fucking lottery, though. What do the reptilians want with all the money, though? Like, they... I feel like the only purpose in their their world is, like, killing humans and eating them. Like, that's their number one goal. Yeah, but, I mean, you're killing humans and eating them. That's all great. But don't you want to do while watching, like, a fucking huge TV, driving an awesome car? You don't want to... You don't want to be driving around a fucking Buick Skylark while you're, you know hunting for humans and shit you want to be driving a lambo well i'm pretty sure like regis philbin who hasn't won the lottery probably kills and eats people you know what i mean so you could do that without having a lot of money yeah but i mean obviously well-known famous person he's probably been a reptilian for years <laughs> ah right i forgot Supposedly, about that allegedly sorry i would say regis is definitely like a higher up ranking reptilian maybe in you know <laughs> It could be. I mean, he doesn't exactly have to do his date, so he might be getting into management. (laughs) That was one of my favorite skits from Family Guy, where I think it's Kelly, Regis and Kelly. He's like, Kelly, we're on in 10. And she's like, okay. And she like bites that guy's head off and starts eating it. He's like, I'll be right there. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so. Right now, I want to ask, like, we're at the end of it. Throw okay. her into park. All right. What do you think? Like, what do you think about the lottery possibly being a front for these organizations? And which ones do you think could be the most legitimate? Which ones are just kind of way too out there? Okay. I'm going to start off by saying that now that I know that the lottery is being ran by a fucking corporation that literally nobody even knows exists. Well, I'm assuming most people don't even know exists. Really makes me wonder. Now, would I say that the lottery's fake i don't know that's where i'm kind of up in the air i definitely don't think it's the mafia and the illuminati i feel like the illuminati and the shadow government are kind of like hand in hand but uh i could definitely see the government using the lottery as like a money laundering system like say like you said where they give out the money and then they use it to purchase uh I don't, what did you call them? Like militant groups or whatever? Oh, rebel groups. Rebel like groups. Destabilizing forces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. obviously we we know they've done that hundreds of fucking times. So Everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah, they do it like, a lot. <laughs> they ain't even hiding that fact anymore. Um, yeah, that's the one I would say would be most plausible to do it. Um, I don't I don't know. I, it's so hard. I think I might give this a 50-50. I think I might give this a 50-50 because once I found out that it's some weird corporation that runs this, it really makes me wonder. Yeah, especially whenever – anytime I hear a nonprofit, I think religion. And when I think religion, I think corrupt. So <laughs> every time. <laughs> okay. Wait, are you trying to imply that the Catholic Church is corrupt? Yeah, I mean they also <laughs> hold their own little fucking numbers games on the weekends too with them uh, – all that bingo. They give – Oh, are they going to say when they give out the baskets or they pass around the baskets? Oh, all that money goes to Coke, everyone. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Coke and hush money. Hell yeah. Um, so, what, what do you oh, think, I was going to say uh, I kind of like the the shadow government, too. Um, I mean, it's not really a shadow government. It's more like what the CIA and all these kind of like clandestine groups are doing. I also... Uh, just because it's got Obama in it, I like uh, reptilian overlords. So, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, anything. 
Have okay, have we're 20 episodes in yet here, right? Have we done yeah. a single episode where Obama's name hasn't gotten brought up somewhere along the line? Dude, it's coming up a lot. Like <laughs> every time I I've re- so I've done research obviously for 20 episodes in 10 of these. I've seen Obama's name every single time. Yeah. Like sometimes I just don't mention him, but like I see Obama all the time popping up in me. You know what? I wish we had like the slightest bit of like fame. And then I would personally email Obama and be like, hey, brother, look, if you came on and did a conspiracy theory show, like uh, the conspiracy theory podcast with Barack Obama, it'd probably be like the biggest hit ever. Oh, yeah, because everyone assumed that he knows all about it. (laughs) Yes. Like, can you imagine him sitting here talking about all of this stuff? And he's just like, yeah, I think it's those fucking reptilians, man. (laughs) (laughs) I know a few of them personally, and they're not good dudes. (laughs) Obama, if you happen to be listening to this, please email us at subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com and tell us that you'll come do the show with us every week. Dude, that'd be fucking awesome if he listened to this show. <laughs> that'd be fucking amazing. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. But anyway, um, so uh, continue on. So the the reptilians and the shadow government are kind of what you're leaning into. Yeah, I mean the mob is. I think in my mind a little bit uh, the mob just because of all the nefarious like like numbers running, all of the casinos, everything like that. They're most likely would be the ones who do this. But I feel like the government or this reptilian shadow government, they, uh, you know, I feel like, like I don't think the I don't think the mob would have gotten away with it long. And I feel like everyone would have heard about it by now. I feel like I've always heard about the mob, like modern day Italian mafia. I obviously don't know for certain, but I always feel like they've embedded themselves in like legitimate robbing is in like uh, corporations and stuff. You know what I mean? Where oh, they can yeah, rob definitely. people without actually getting into trouble. In doing from doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what percentage do you give this? Ooh, I'm gonna give um I'm going to give Reptilian Overlords three. <laughs> I'm gonna give the Illuminati one. Okay. Because I don't believe that the uh modern Illuminati exists. Uh I'm gonna give Shadow Governments ten. And I'm gonna give the mob I'll give the mob two. Okay. So overall, you're not extremely confident that they could actually be doing this. I actually will give the fact that the lottery is a fraud ran by Musil 25%. Yeah, so, that one, yes, definitely. See, here's like, the th- Legitimately, that could be true. Here's the thing. I wouldn't even say it's the fucking shadow government. I would just say it's the legitimate government who would be fucking with it. You know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. even think you have to say shadow government because it could just be the regular government. Um, but, yeah, it's it's kind of scary to think about. I think I would give the government one probably like 20 to 25 percent, somewhere in there. Like, I don't know. It just seems so there's something in there that makes me wonder. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know. It just seems like something could be very fishy in there. Yeah, I agree. Now, uh, if our listeners want to tell us their percentages or if they think that, in fact, the uh, lottery is bullshit, where can they do that, Phil? Well, we got an email. Uh, it is subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you want to get a hold of us the easiest way is through our Instagram, Subliminal Deception Podcast. 
uh, which is on IG. Uh, we Cody and I also have our own uh, Instagrams. Mine's SD Pod Phil. Okay. And Cody's, okay. what's yours? Uh, mine is Cody Zebub, C O D Y Z E B U B. Uh, you can also look up my other podcast, Bumblebutt Podcast, if you're into uh, true crime, paranormal, more aliens, uh, all sorts of shit like that. Um, so yeah, just give those a follow. And the last thing we need uh, for you guys to do for us is to, if you want to help battle these shadow governments, the best way to do that is to log on to iTunes and leave Subliminal D Podcast uh, a five-star review. Just write whatever you want in there. It doesn't really matter. Tell us uh, how Obama has affected your life. And yeah, just submit that. And it helps the show out a shit ton. Uh, final thoughts here, Phil. I think you did an amazing job. I've literally never even heard of this conspiracy theory before. But now it's like, it's got my mind. It's got my, the little mouse in my head turning. Like, it's really yeah. making me think about it. I just, uh, so I was on basically like my newsfeed. And I kept seeing all of these advertisements for the lotto pop up. And I'm thinking like, who the fuck is paying for this? And then I started <laughs> thinking like, oh, I wonder if there's any conspiracies out there. Lo and behold, thank you, Google. Like just, you know, took off to the fucking races. So <laughs> yeah, it was a fun one to look up to. It is. This is a good one. I've never heard this. It's, uh, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, for me, it's kind of eerie to think about a corporation's running all of that stuff. I don't know. You Powerball know, feels like an American institution. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it weird. Does. Like it that. does. It does. And uh, people probably know you and I both are extremely, although we work for corporations, we don't trust them in the least bit. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's, a, it's one of those weird things where you, you work for something. Like, it's bills. You got to pay bills, you know. It's one yeah, of those deals. Right. You got to do what you got to do. And maybe one day we'll be lucky enough to be government shells who win the lottery. Got to work from inside the empire. Do you remember the book, the lottery? I think it was a Faulkner book. Do you remember that one at all? That's the one where they chose who would die that day. Wasn't yeah, it? right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good ass fucking book, actually. It's a good yeah. story. But anyway, um, yeah, that'll do it for us this week, guys. And we will see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>